Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. That's TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Uh, just because we're joining games in progress. Well, uh, the well Lakers, it wasn't LeBron James. He protested. No, the, the Lakers are hugging Kyrie Irving after Yay. losing to them 121-104. 
Kyrie goes for 26, and I just feel like they're all just hugging him extra long going, dude, come play with us, man. Dude, come play with us. Come on. Give us, come play with us, man. Come play. You can take off as many days as you want. We don't care. Come play with us. Just play once and get us in the playoffs. Then play every game. Just help us out there. Well, I Please. think they were kind of congratulating him as being the only star to actually play today. Yeah. Yeah, he was, yeah. Everybody else, load management. Yeah. Wine, 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 yeah. cry, stomp around like a three-year-old on Saturday, and then take the following Monday off. Well, I protest you, because when, you officiated me terribly, when, when and I'm you, fighting for the playoffs, except when I'm not. When you have a tantrum like that, that takes a lot of energy out of really you. Really, did he? Did he hurt himself on game. that? I don't know. How did he not get a technical foul for acting ha- like an need, ass? You need to respect when a guy is going through something like that, and that he may hurt himself, he may be upset, he may be very tired, and he may miss games. That could happen. It was one of the most pathetic displays in recent memory. Now, the Beverly thing, grabbing a camera, was funny. That was funny. Look but... at this. Here's a, What do you mean I'm getting technical? What are you talking I'm about? I'm just trying to help I'll color in the, in the uh, the boxes here to uh, let you know exactly what's going on. Hey, guys, real quick. You yeah. know the Lakers held the Nets to 121 without AD and LeBron. No, right? that was a good job. Well, they had the yeah. lead late into the third. I mean, that was yeah. good. I'm yeah. going to take my wins. No, I remember. It, Find but, your wins. And, That's what it's all about, baby. Yeah, yeah. The Nets didn't have Kevin Durant either, so there's that. Yeah, well, they didn't have uh, Vince Carter either. Okay, the, okay. All right, very nice. Rui right. Hachimura had 16 points. Okay, okay. All right. Yes, yes, he did. He Grizzly did Adams did have a beard. Hey, did, did it crash 16, the yeah. server in Japan this time? Uh, I, I, I don't know. It might have. It you might heard have. about that, right? Yeah. He's very popular. He is. He is. Uh, it'd be more popular if the Lakers would win more games. But yeah, again, that would hey, help. You never know. Uh, now, speaking of the officiating, people in the NBA are going, oh, man, <laughs> oh, officiating. Boy. People are going to talk about this forever. And then Sunday, the NFL said, hold my beer. Uh, obviously, the weekend at Burrowhead. 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 You Burrowhead. found that path you were looking Burrowhead. for. Burrowhead. Three hour in Burrowhead. Oh, uh, Burrowhead. I'll tell you, man. There was, I, I'm watching the <laughs> NFC Championship game, and I'm just saying to myself, can we just start the game? Can we just start the game at Burrowhead? I just want to let's just get to Burrowhead. Let this is over. It's done. It's going to be a slow march for an eagle. Just start the game early or play eight quarters so we can get more of this game at Burrowhead. Burrowhead. It was something hour in Burrowhead. Like, here's your NFC title game. Yeah. Purdy goes out. We find out he's may may need Tommy John surgery when yeah. it's all said and done. Yeah. He can't pitch for the Mets next year, that's for sure. But he goes down, Johnson comes in, goes down, and fumbles the ball, and all of a sudden the game's over. Yeah. Right? That was Just it. like that. That was Boom. it. It was over. 136 left in the second quarter. Like, we got ourselves a game. We got ourselves a game. All right. This is gonna be all right. Yeah. They're gonna go in the halftime and they're gonna Really figure something out, you know, Peyton Manning and his halftime adjustments beats. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. If you want to talk about halftime adjustments, if ever there was a point where that whiteboard was going to be cooking, that should have been it. What do you mean whiteboard? At halftime, has anyone at any level (laughs) played quarterback? I don't care if it was high school, Pop Warner. Has anybody have any experience at quarterback? And this is where the guy, like, sweeping up in the back goes, I played a little quarterback in my day. All right, suit up in the second half. Like literally tryouts. All right, throw the ball. Let me let me see your throwing motion. Can you catapult it ten yards down the field? Who can throw the football more than ten yards? I'd like to go. Uh, yeah, look, it was it, so look, it was sad. difficult. Yeah, we have a lot about the JV game, which was the NFC Championship game, uh, coming up. But the action at Burrowhead and the penalty on Joseph Osai 
is clearly still front and center today. The play we'll be talking about all offseason, the play that helped give the Chiefs the victory in the AFC title game to move on to the Super Bowl. Mahomes waits for the shotgun snap. Two receivers out to each side. Mahomes with a deep drop. Now moving in the pocket. Running to the right and running well. He's at the 50. He's trying to run for the first down. He goes out Uh, of bounds. And the Bengals push him after he was out of bounds. Multiple flags are going to tack 15 yards onto this play. Eight seconds left in regulation. And with that penalty, the Chiefs will be in field goal range. Man, you have to be more aware. This football team has got a lot of awareness. Not on that play. Personal foul, unnecessary roughness. Defense ah, number 58. No. The 15 no, yards no. The, end of the play. Automatic first down. Joseph Asai has to know where he is on the football field. Has to know where the quarterback is on the football field. No. Great hustle play. I mean, he tries to pursue. He's after it. He's, he's tracking Mahomes. I mean, he's five yards out of bounds uh. when Joseph Asai pushes him. I think he lost track of which white line was the white line that was inbounds and out of bounds. Which was in, it was out, Bengals Radio Network. Oh, and the Bengals no. push him after no. he was out of bounds. No, Multiple. no, 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 no. It's like a guy in wrestling yes. cowering in a corner going, no, 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 no. How many fans do you think heard that and don't know, you know, don't know, know Joseph, Joseph Osai because he's been in the league a couple of years? Joseph Adai. Did they think, is he still in the league? <laughs> How about Joe, that? Joe Adai he playing uh, defense, defense? <laughs> Wow, he was a good running. Hey, once upon a time, Joe Adai was a top three pick in fantasy. Oh, he great. He had like a one and a half year run of being a top pick in fantasy. But he, those all those guys. Yeah. I mean, Dominic Rhodes. Go sure. back. I'm down the line. Those sure. Joe Colts running backs. Absolutely. But look, there's been a lot of of talk about this. Still, was it a penalty? Should it have been called? At that point in the game, is that a penalty? Is it not? Do you need to blow the whistle? Do you need to be a part of the game? And we're confusing a couple of things here, right? Because I'll tell you exactly what it is. It was a horrendously officiated game, slanted towards the Chiefs. 100%. You look at the late hit that wasn't called uh, with Jones on Joe Burrow. You look at some some of the block in the back that wasn't called on the on the kick return uh, at the end. There was many calls that were heavily slanted towards the Chiefs, and the Bengals have a big beef. This play, Joseph Osai gave the referees no choice but to blow the whistle. This is a penalty Anywhere. The announcers see it right away. The Bengals players knew it right away. If you're watching at home, you knew it right away. It's a penalty. All right. Mahomes is is two, has taken two steps onto the white part of the sideline. He is out of bounds. And Osai comes in with the elbow from behind. Now, does Mahomes Barely. flop? Of course he does. But when you sell, make that sell, motion sell. and you hit him, that's going to be a penalty. You He gave the Barely referees no choice but to throw the flag. If he doesn't and just kind of runs in and runs over and falls and trips, that's not a penalty. But he goes in forcefully with his forearm for reasons that I don't understand because he tried to give some crazy-ass answer at the end of the game yesterday saying, oh, I was trying to get him and turn him to back him out of bounds so the clock would keep running. It's like, what are you even saying? That the, my, my daughter doesn't know anything about football. She knows that doesn't make any sense. So just say you lost your head. You wanted, to hit, you wanted to hit Mahomes. You were frustrated because that's kind of what goes through people's heads when you're playing. That's why these penalties are committed. But you gave the referee no choice but to throw the flag. Anybody saying they didn't have to throw it, you're just looking for hot take theater. Because this, is, this, is, this was something that was never even debated 
that it wasn't. Not by the broadcast, not by the team. Not, you, look, you had Bengals players walking off the field going, why do you got to hit the quarterback? Why? Nobody on the Bengals said, why are you throwing the flag in that situation? Mm-hmm. Nobody. Nobody said that was a hurry. Because if that was a bad penalty and the Bengals knew it wasn't a penalty, they the first thing Zach Taylor would have said is, that was bogus, it was a load of crap, but he was very classy after the game and, and said, hey, it wasn't just one play. It was lots of things. You would have heard that more from the people who were affected the most. And you didn't because they knew that's a penalty. It's a penalty any Sunday. It's a pe- That's a penalty. That's a penalty any part in the game. When you say, I have no choice but to throw the flag, it's a penalty. And Joseph Osai gave the referee no choice but to throw the flag. Yeah, the hard part is, and we recognize it in the regular season, into the playoffs, and, and ultimately when we get to Glendale, if you have a similar situation... It's a it's one of those impossible pieces for a defender because I think as Mahomes goes to pull up, he probably runs him through the back anyway. Like even if that arm doesn't extend and give him the the jolt, he probably bumps him, trying to slow up his three hundred pound frame behind him. Right? Mm-hmm. And there's I think there's still going to be contact. In this case, it becomes the extra out front, and he goes down like a ton of bricks. We've seen Mahomes cut back into the field before, right? That's the great rope-a-dope that quarterbacks can play is, well, I'm kind of going out of bounds, but am I really? And then you lighten up, you you slow up your gait, and what do they do? They steal an extra two, three, eight yards, whatever the case may be. And so you're trying to guard against that. I think he was hoping, and his explanation is more the, if I contact him in bounds then the clock keeps running because I've touched him. Right. That, right. The, but this whole, I was hoping to turn him around. Turn him around like, so I can look t- him in the eye and stare about? him down. Whatever the case may be. <laughs> like, I feel bad for the guy, right? He's sitting yeah. there. He's he's crying, in, inconsolable, et cetera. And they had their opportunities. And that's the thing. Like, this is the play that ultimately sets up the field goal. I get it. But the, the Bengals had plenty of opportunity over the course of the game mm-hmm. I to mean, make a play. Yeah. Like, the, the big throw to Jamar Chase. And that's some of the worst defense you'll ever see with two guys <laughs> back there. But hey, <laughs> he, he thread the needle. But you know, you had your opportunities early in the game. You were getting bludgeoned by the pass rush. Like all of these things, it's it's a culmination. And but on this particular play, there there's no choice but the for the flag to come out. That's just in the protection of the quarterback where we're at. There's there's not even a hesitation on. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So the thing is is, is that the other part of this discussion I've been waiting to get to all day is why does this happen? Like why? How, he's got to know better. He's got to know better. He's got to know better, right? And I understand that. But just let me tell you what goes through athletes' heads that's going through them and going through Joseph Osai's head in this situation. This is a game where, hey, it's been as emotional as it can be, right? The whole Burrowhead stuff all week long leading up to it. It's another chance to get to the Super Bowl for both teams. And you're Osai, or you're any player defensively for for the, the Bengals, and you want to bury Mahomes. He is injured, and you want to be able to lay a lick on him and make him not be able to throw the football because you want to go to the Super Bowl. And what's happening all game long? He is limping out of trouble. He's completing passes. He is shredding the defense. And if you're a Bengals player, you're watching him go, boy, every time he throws a bi- he has a big play, he limps off the field. right? I'm not saying he did it on purpose, but it's like, oh, I've got to watch him throw this pass and limp off the field. Look how hurt I am, and I can complete this. And you start getting mad. And you get very frustrated because you want to get to Mahomes 
and you can't. And if you haven't had a chance to put a hit on him, this is what happens. You're chasing him, and after 58 and a half, 59 and a half minutes, you have a chance to hit him, and you can't. And you're not supposed to, and you know you're not supposed to, but in that moment, that doesn't go through your head. It's, I got him, I got him, I'm going to hit him. And then you get up and you realize, why did I do that? But you're just so full of it. And anybody that said that's ever happened, it's happened to me in high school. Anybody that's ever played gets what that's all about when you get so frustrated in a game and you hit somebody because you want to. and Build and up just, an anticipation. You just sure. lose it because that's been going through your mind all game, getting Mahomes, stopping him, making sure he doesn't get there. And you get too exuberant. And that's why it's always going to continue to happen because that's what's going to go through athletes' minds. When that happens, all it's an emotional game and that's an emotional situation. And to turn off your emotions at that point is really tough to do. So why did it happen? It's This is why it continues to happen, and that's why it happened for him. Yeah, the, the Burrow thing, just really quick. I, I think the official looked at him and said, nice flop. Right? There was contact. But, I mean, there's letter and spirit of the law. And in that case, that was a, oh, I'm going down to the ground like, you know, a bag of feathers. Because mm. Clark barely contacts yeah, him right. at all. But still, right. it's two steps and you hit the quarterback. And all right, not yeah. supposed to do that. You know, standing right there. Nope, didn't see it. Nope, didn't see no, it. No, I think that was the hey, nice work. Good acting job. I don't Joe. get a call on that. What? We're at Burrowhead Stadium. You need a call? <laughs> I thought you're good enough. Yeah, get up. You're going to punt. Twitter and how about a fresca mic at Swollen Dome. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how with Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards terms. They do apply. Well, coming up next, Jason Lock and Forrest stops by. Odyssey, Washington Post, NFL insider. What is he breaking down? Are we going to see a change in the NFL after what happened in the NFC championship game? Keep it right here. We're looking back at conference championship Sunday and ahead to the Super Bowl. Right here, Jason and Mike, Fox. See y'all in Burrowhead. Burrowhead, my Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? 
Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how with Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. That's discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms, they do apply. Well, joining us now on the hotline to break down everything we've seen in an incredible Championship Sunday in the NFL. Odyssey, Washington Washington Post longtime insider, Jason Lockenfora. He's on Twitter, at Jason Lockenfora. What's happening, Jay? What's going on, gentlemen? Greetings. We're st- I'm still still buzzing about all the events at Burrowhead, man. I mean, it, it, it was unbelievable. I'll see y'all in Burrowhead. <laughs> it was a big weekend. <laughs> big Sunday all the, way, all the way around. I mean, from... Anita Baker forgetting how to sing till you know what I mean? That crazy ending eight hours later or whatever it was. That was a day. Where are you on the ending of that game? The penalty penalties mm. that were called during the game that had the slant uh, against the Bengals and the, the OSI penalty at the end? I mean, I think that you have to call that penalty. Um, I, I look, there was no malice in his heart. I don't believe he was not intending to injure. He didn't want to do anything dirty. He just failed to hold up, and he made contact in a way and at a time that you can't. Now, they're also, you know, you can find images of Orlando Brown behind a defensive lineman basically putting him in, you know, some sort of WWF chokehold. You know, like, I mean, it's it's a full body hold. Like, it's holding in every way, shape, and form. He may have had him in a figure four leg lock down below, you know. <laughs> with, with Yeah, like. But certainly up high, there was at least some some sort of armbar chokehold going on. You know, they let that go. Um, look, the officiating in this league is a problem. It's been a problem. And at some point, you're going to have to convince these billionaires to take a little bit more out of their cut of the of the pot, which is humongous, and put it into 
you know, a, a year-round venture for these officials and to create, you know, an NFL school of officiating. And these guys are at it year-round, and they're calling USFL games. Like, they're immersed in it year-round. They're not fitting it in around, you know, putting roofs on people's homes and, <laughs> you know, mowing lawns and, and, and being trial lawyers. Like, this is a 20-plus billion-dollar business. They are now swimming in gambling money. They have every gambling partnership you could ever want. I'm waiting to see how they break it down. Pretty soon, somebody will be the official parlay. You know, this, sure. we're the official parlay makers of the NFL. Hey, we're the official should, same game pat, parlay makers of the NFL. Patting that we're, right we're, now. You know, we're, we're the official live betting site of the NFL. <laughs> like, I, it, that's the direction it's going in. So if that's where we are, and every little play um, is now mainstreamed for millions of, of people and billions of dollars to be moving from one account to the next based on these outcomes, then we better figure out how to – spot a ball above and beyond the chain gang. We know we better improve and put real money into research and IT and development over there at Park Avenue where they skimp and they need to be better. And these guys making these decisions, there needs to be much more transparency and it can't be a part-time job. And until we get there, and I'm not saying that that's a panacea, but until we get closer to that, this is going to continue to be a weekly subplot to NFL outcomes because there are a lot of judgment calls and there's a lot of judgment calls that seem to vary from crew to crew from you know how they hand things out to the home team versus how some hand them out to the road team like there needs to be more uniformity to that end the all-star crew is to me always been problematic these guys are looking at each other like they have no idea what's going on yeah I mean it doesn't make any sense like, how about we make everybody better? Like, how about we get to a point where, you know what I mean, the guy doing the 1 o'clock, uh, whatever, Arizona or at, you know, Indianapolis game is is also Super Bowl worthy. Like, how about we raise the whole freaking, you know, tide? Like, how about we create a program that I've heard people whisper about for years where you, you pay these guys enough and you make it a year-round job and you start converting players to, you know what I mean, from the playing field while they're still in great shape and they're, you know, they're 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 twitchy and they're present and they they are up to date on all the latest rules and they're clearly athletic, you know what I mean? And we start indoctrinating them into officiating mentorship programs. Like it's got to matter to them, you know what I mean? And clearly it doesn't because if you look at their line item budgets for what they spend, you know, across the board. This officiating is a drop in the bucket. It's nothing. Jay, so with the officiating dealing with that, the Bengals are worried about that and what they had go against them yesterday. How much did the trash talk hurt them? All the Burrowhead stuff that was so much fun for know, us. Because I'll tell I you, mean, man, the Chiefs seemed seemed extra fired up about that all week long. I mean, well, they, I mean we're, just, we're talking about if they call the holding play the way they're supposed to call it, the game's going in overtime, and who the hell knows? Like, I, I mean, like. Do I think they played harder? No, I think it's great content after the game. Like, you know how guys work on their dances all week? They can also work (laughs) on their sick burns, and they can unleash them after the game. And more power to them. They should. It's good for their brand. It's great for jamokes like us in the media. You know, fans who aren't completely, like, brain dead, I think, get it for what it is. And there's a showmanship element, and that's great. But, like... You mean to tell me, like, Patrick Mahomes got extra treatment on his ankle because the mayor of, 
Cincinnati said <laughs> some ridiculous thing. Like, I, I don't think people like that. I just don't. I'm sorry. I don't know. I'm a 50-year-old grown-ass man. I don't think that's how it works. I've been around professional sports since I was 18 years old. I, I just don't really think through the week. It's like guys are getting ready to go home and somebody says, damn it. Remember what that jackass mayor said? We're staying 15 minutes longer. I'm spending 20 more minutes with the jugs gun because I gotta, I gotta show him on Sunday who's boss. Like, come on. It's a good really? thing he's only a year into his term, Jason. You don't think Mahomes is already a psycho competitor and Kelsey's already a psycho competitor? Like, yeah, it's great to unleash all that. And like, are they thinking about it a little bit during the week? Like, thinking to themselves, <laughs> we're gonna show them. Yeah, but like, do I really think it affects the outcomes of these these marathon sporting events? Where it's, you know, collision after collision after collision, and a guy's sitting there thinking, I could pull the shoot. Nah, I didn't like Joe Burrow's. I didn't, I didn't like Joe Burrow's smirk on his Wednesday press conference. I'm getting all, I'm getting up off the grass, and I'm, I'm staying in this game. Like, I don't know, man. I just, uh, I'm just, probably the wrong guy to ask. Nah, it's just always good for fodder for us, though. Burrow hey, come on, Burrowhead yeah. for the world. No, I mean, all that stuff is great. Like, I get it, but, like, I mean, I don't know, man. Again, Chris Jones. Chris Jones is a guy. He he was burrow heading it all week long, and he had the big hit, and he had he had a couple of some really big plays, and you know he had a little bit of sack extra prop too. came in. Yeah, yeah. Dude, it's the it's, I mean it's the AFC Championship game, and legacies yeah, sure. are on the line. And whether they said anything or whispered anything or put up a billboard, they they came in Arrowhead, and you thought you had that game one before the halftime. And they snatched the Super Bowl appearance out of your freaking hands. Like, I think that's the motivation. You know what I mean? I think that's where, like, a rivalry is born. This stuff helps take it over the top. And, look, these teams are probably going to win their divisions for a while moving forward, which means we'll get these regular season matchups. And and I hope that Burrow versus, you know, Mahomes could turn into a fraction of what Brady versus Manning was. Um Although a lot of people won't like that because it means the same teams are in the championship game every year. But, like, <laughs> these guys are just that good that that just might be how it goes. So, like, I- I'm into all that. But, like, I mean, again, think of that game and, and all the little sort of potential turning points and turning points. I, I don't, you know, I don't know, man. I, I don't think them screaming Burrowhead had a whole hell of a lot to do with it. But maybe I'm naive. Well, everybody coming off the highs of watching the Royal Rumble, and they all wanted to get their shoot interviews done as well. Yeah. Jason Locken for our guest, the Jason Smith Show with me, Mike Arman here, Fox Sports Radio from the the TireRack.com studios at Jason Locken for where you find him on Twitter. You can read him Washington Post, hear him in Baltimore, one oh five seven the fan uh, as well. So Jason, uh, the the 49ers, Kyle Shanahan and company uh, playing as we uh, well shorthanded would be the kind of way to say it. Yeah. Uh, Trey Lance coming off a big injury. Brock Purdy, well he's got a long term injury. Uh, mm-hmm. Where do they turn going forward after the shellacking they took yesterday? I, man, load up on the avocados, load up on the avocado ice cream. <laughs> Make sure everybody there is, you know, get get start getting Guerrero on the high Alex Guerrero on the hotline. Make sure that you've got your locker room up to TB12 standards. Let's go. I mean, again, I did this exercise at the Washington Post going into these games, and I had – Brady going there before this injury just because it's Brock Purdy and it's Tom frickin' Brady. And if you're winning all these games, you know, attempting 19.8 passes per game with Brock Purdy, why the hell couldn't you win them with Tom Brady, you know what I mean, and have that experience and, like, not have to worry about if anything's going to be too big for him or whatever. And then you put this injury on top of it. Like, 
he, he's better than Aaron Rodgers right now. I mean, there's no I don't, I don't think that that there's really a comparison. And he'll go there on the cheap, whereas Aaron Rodgers has this absolutely ridiculous monster contract, and he ain't giving anything back. So like, they can't fit a sixty million dollar quarterback under the cap. But I mean, I think Brady would go there and play for twenty five, whatever. Like, to me, it's a no brainer at this point. And then other dominoes can fall from there. But Kyle Shanahan's wanted him before. He's wanted them before. Like, I, I, I to me, it's, it, it honestly is, it makes all the sense in the world. All right, now lastly, Jay, speaking of quarterbacks, and, and, and we used to have this rule in the league, but I can't believe it's not going to be something that's changed for next year. Mm-hmm. Are we going to see an added spot to the active roster so all teams can dress three quarterbacks? You because should. I mean, I we got to have that, just right? Just take quarterbacks out of the equation and say everybody dress, dresses three quarterbacks, and then you can figure out, you know what I mean, whatever you want to do with the other 45 spots or 46 spots or 44 spots, whatever they'll decide, then, you know what I mean, then you do whatever you want there, but... Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Look, why aren't all fifty three active? Sure. I mean, why? Like, seriously, you're paying them. You're paying them a prorated NFL salary. It's not like you know practice squad where you're on a lower. You know what I mean? You're on a lower salary, and then you get the proration when you're called up. But like, what's the? Just honestly, what's the downside? And just having everybody who you're paying an NFL salary to available to play a football game. The extra crowd inside, right? It's not like one team could hoard all the players. It's right. not baseball. Yeah. Like, what are we doing here? It's the ultimate collision sport. It's the ultimate concussion sport. It's the ultimate violent sport. And you've got healthy guys who could help you win a football game in sweat, sitting in a suite. <laughs> making, making, you know what I mean? Making a full paycheck. How does that make sense? You can follow him on Twitter at Jason Lockin4. That is at Jason Lockin4. Check him out, 1057 The Fan in Baltimore, Odyssey, Washington Post. Jay, as always, buddy, appreciate it. Great stuff, man. We'll talk to you next week. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. Have a See good you, one. See you, Jason. Be good. Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. I didn't expect Tony Romo to be such a big topic of conversation following the AFC Championship game. Now, whether or not whatever he was trying to say after a play Ooh, yeah. between the uh, yeah, yeah. Bengals and the Chiefs. The missed tackles yeah. and they, you know, that, yeah. that big run by Pacheco. Yeah, yeah. Uh, combined with all of the analysis he gave, I feel like yesterday was the tipping point for him how people feel about him as an announcer. But you know what's funny is I, I missed out, like, generally I'm watching multiple mm-hmm. games, so I have no sound oh, from any of them, it's, right? So when everybody was all excited about him calling plays, then I gave it a shot. I'm like, yeah. all right, whatever. The, he's doing what he's supposed to do, fine. But it was over the top. And then watching yesterday, I'm like, I'm putting music on. I'm not doing this anymore. He's He's the equivalent of... A player who peaks his rookie year and never reaches that level again—that's announcer Tony Romo. Like, wow, he's predicting plays. That's really cool. And now you look at him years later, and it's like the guy—he's saying Phil Sims type stuff. That's all, but he's doing it in a way that just sounds like he's a fan who won a contest. Right? So yeah, <laughs> pen your Jim Nance. Call one of the players from yesterday's game, and I'll and I'll be Tony Romo. Go ahead. Pacheco this going around the end, breaks that first tackle, diving towards okay, okay. the first down. Give me a different play. Different play. Give me a different. Well, play. I just went for different. easy. No, give me the give me a different play. Mahomes shuffles to his right, looking uh, gingerly on the leg, gets it downfield. There's a pass. It's MBS again. Oh, Jim, Jim, that play was huge, Jim. That play was so huge, Jim, 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 Jim. In a game, there's large plays. Jim, 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 Jim. 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 Jim, Jim, there's large plays in a game, and that look at me, Jim, look at me. There's large plays, there's extra large plays, there's super size, like ex- and then there's huge plays. Jim, this play is absolutely no, no. huge. Jim, it's so huge. I don't understand. I don't know what Burrowhead is either. I don't know what they're saying. I don't know, but this play is so huge. It's it. You watch the play. Mahomes, look at what he does. He's got one leg on to the, a little bit to the left, and his right leg is 
a little bit to the right, and he just throws the ball to MVS, who makes the play. That's so huge, Jim. Jim, 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 Jim. Look at me, Jim. Jim, Jim, put the headset back on. He's so huge. Jim, this is so huge. You're not Jason, even, is this Romo you know, or Tracy stop, Wolfson? Stop. You guys don't understand how huge this is, Jim. No, the, be Jim. the better Romos from yesterday were the, I don't know. Third and four. What, what do you think, Jim? Oh, he's what do you think he should call? Right, hey, here, Jimbo. Here, the quarterback can either run or he can pass. So he's got to make that choice. And you make that choice, it becomes it becomes it's it's one or the other. You can't you can't do both. I don't you know, Jim. Do what do you that. think? Should they go for it here? Right, uh, I don't know. Hey, I don't hey, know. hey! If they don't go for it here, they got a punt, and you don't you don't want to give that ball back. I did the multiple of how much more he's reportedly being paid than I am. For Ooh, the year, and I, I was a little pissed because he, he, he just kept referring back to Nance, like, "Hey, hey, you do the predictive job. I'm done with it." He he just sounds like a fan in the booth now that is just excited to be there. Was he revving up his golf game ahead of Pebble Beach, right? Because you saw the Caddyshack spoof commercials. Is that what he was doing with his time instead of prepping for the game? Ah, to hell with it. I know what, what I'm going to do. Tony, what'd you see on this? Jim, I had an 18-footer for par, okay? And a plate of TPC Sawgrass. Jim, Jim, you're a master. Jim, don't shake your head, Jim. Jim, <laughs> so I make this putt, right? And it's a and the alligator comes out, and it's coming at me. And the thing is, Jerry Jones is holding on to the end. Jim, Jim, I'm telling you a story, Jim. Pay attention to me, Jim. Jim, this is a huge story, Jim. <laughs> I saw the joke going around on... Uh... And I, I don't, I haven't followed the Romo thread. I almost want to go back and watch all the games they've called, where it's the legend of the week is Ugh. what they were calling it. So it's like, all right, last week he was invoking whoever it was. This week it was, how do I get Jordan in and make oh, the comparisons yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, to Jordan yeah. wherever possible? Yeah. And then, dude, how do you really not know what Burrowhead is? I that mean, was, that was that saying, was perhaps are they saying the most Burrowville, Burrow. Bur what are they saying? I don't know. That was one of the most embarrassing things ever. It's Burrowhead, like, my ass. Show me, show me you didn't prepare for your job <laughs> without showing me you didn't prepare for your job. This is where Tony takes a headset off and says to his producer, "Hey, can you tell me what this Burrowhead thing is all about? What, is it like, something filthy? I didn't, I didn't pay attention to anything this week, so I don't really know what's going on. Just, something just write it filthy. down for me so I can say it. It's not dirty, is it? Like, it's something I can say. It's not one of those memes or anything, right? Okay. It's not something like, you know, it's not something anybody anybody tweeted out they have to worry about. Okay, okay, great, great. All right, good, good, good. I'm good. Yeah, it was- Because we're some... CBS, right? Yeah, so I mean, we can, we can you know- all right, we Those understand. were the two things that came out of that game, officiating and Romo. And Tony Romo, yeah. That's it. It's, it, it's like yesterday was the- And the cocaine the, bear ad that a lot of people had never seen. Yeah. Oh, that no, was, I was showing in both championship yeah. games, and, and I, I had people texting me going, this is a real thing? Oh, like, yeah, oh no, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we've I, been I, counting down days. We were trying to hope to get, get in on the premiere. I got to say, <laughs> I kind of like the 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 tone of Cocaine Bear that we're going to poke fun at. It's not like, what happens if you give cocaine to a bear? Like It's like, okay, it's going to be one of those things where, oh, boy. Like that? You got a, you got a bear. This bear is coming out here now. I mean, this is a That's tough actual thing. sound from the movie. Jim, Jim, is this a real movie, Jim? I saw a commercial for this. It's Cocaine Bear, Jim. That might Jim, have been the most excited Jim. promo anybody could have ever done. Jim, hey, coming that up bear later did, tonight, did, did we got this the show. Jim, no, Jim, stop. Listen, was like the bear, was like a guy flying a plane full of it, and the bear, like, grabbed the guy? Is it Yogi Bear after dark? Jim, 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 this is huge. This movie could be huge, Jim. Did he take Jim. Boo Boo out once and for all? Smokey went to Coke, Jim. Are they in Yellowstone? To the Ranger. Are they in Yellowstone, Jim? Jim, Jim, don't get up and leave. Where are you going? That's one hell of a picnic basket. <laughs>
Romo, yo. Twitter, how about a fresca, Mike? It's swollen dumb. More big stuff from the NFL next. I'm winded. Jim! Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again and getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before and we're bringing you along with us with new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.